Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis. This is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. This episode, I'll be speaking with Shark Tank star and business mogul, Robert Hershevik. Small businesses have been especially hard hit by the coronavirus, and they've had to pivot and become unbelievably creative in order to survive. Working from home has presented its own challenges, not to mention having to have a virtual job interview. Robert's going to share his valuable advice on how to navigate it all and set yourself up for success. Plus, he tells some great stories, too. So let's talk with Robert Hershevik. Hey, Robert. Nice to see you, Marilyn. You look amazing. Oh, it's the natural light coming in through the <laughs> Not that I don't have lighting. I do, but it's sunny today, so it's a softer look. How are you and the family doing, Robert? Uh, we're wonderful. You know, it's one of the, you got to, during these really hard times, you got to take the blessings you can get. And I've been really yeah. fortunate to be able to spend all this time at home with the family. Very happy about that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we had time to connect or reconnect uh, during the second wave. Last time you were here, we were in the middle of the first wave. The words that you brought to mind were pivot and adapt. And boy, those words are used over and over again. Sometimes they want to dump those words from 2020, but still very, very important. Pivot and adapt. Very much so. You know, I think we were all hoping, who would have thought a year ago that we would still be here today? It's incredible. And I think if we've learned anything is you got to be comfortable with change. You've got to continue to adapt. Uh, the world is very uncertain, but you've got to keep moving forward. And when do you ever have, I mean, you're such a successful businessman, but do you ever kind of um, find that uh, being adaptable is a little tough during these difficult times? Oh. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I like to think I'm very adaptable to change, but I kind of get to this uh -huh. point and I'm like, enough already. Just give me some consistency. Yeah. And I don't right, know about right. you, but, but, but I find personally, I need to get consistency in my life. So I like to wake up every day at the same time. I like to work out at the same time. I find when the so, world is in chaos around you, the more on a personal mm -hmm. level, you can do. And I do the same thing for work, Marilyn. Like every day I wake up, I have my pad of paper, I write it down and I write the five things I got to do today. And just, I find it keeps me sane. So in the world of chaos, try to find some mm -hmm. consistency. I'm with you on that because of sleeping, uh, sleeping habits, like I'm like you with working out, uh, trying to watch what I eat, even though my waistband got a little thicker. When, <laughs> on that tablet that you have beside you on the five things, are they all work oriented or are they a little bit of both? Yep. It's a great question. It's a little bit of both. Like uh, my daughter just lost her bunny yesterday. So my number one priority oh. today is... I know it's breaking my heart. My number one priority today is to try to find a bunny. But I found that during COVID, it's become very difficult to break out your personal life from your work life. So if there's yeah. something pressing mm -hmm. in your personal life, you got to take care of that. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of your business. You can't take care of your customers. That's so true. That's so true. So we're in the second lockdown, as it were, the second wave. And we're talking about small businesses, about pivoting and adapting. You also say to expand revenue streams. For those of us that are not in the biz of biz, what does that mean? I think you've got to find a different way to try to get any kind of revenue you can. You know, I think that everything that was new last year is now constant. 
And this is one of the greatest times, by the way, Maryland, that people are starting businesses because being online is the new normal. I mean, it's, it's not even the new normal. It's just normal. So e-commerce, any way that you can find customers to buy and consume your product online because we're living the future right now. Mm-hmm. We really are. And then you always talk about numbers. From the moment I met you, I don't know how many years ago, you used to say to me, and you still do, know your numbers and, and know, know your, what your numbers. numbers are telling you. Yeah. Well, this is, So what do you mean by this that? Is, well, this is the great thing about being online. I mean, I think accounting and numbers are the language of business. And if you don't know your language of business, you're going to go out of business. One of the great things about being online is you can measure everything. If you put out a product Mm -hmm. and you're not getting the clicks and people don't like it, it's not going to sell. And if it is selling, you've got to be able to track that. You've got to be able to get your inventory. You've got to be able to drop ship. I think a lot of small businesses don't like accounting. I didn't like accounting. And so they think they can outsource that. But you've got to know your numbers. You don't have to be an accountant. But man, you got to know how many clicks, you got to know the amount of orders, you got to know your margin, you got to know all of that stuff, especially in tough times. And then in tough times, you want to stay resilient. Uh, We're tested every day. Uh, First of all, how do you stay resilient and what do you suggest to others? Oh my gosh, it's so hard. (laughs) You know, when COVID first started, I thought, I got this, baby. You know, for a month or two, I can barrel down and I got it. And I think now most people are hitting the wall. It's winter. It's cold. It's kind of miserable outside. And it seems it's never going to end. And I think you've just got to find those moments of joy and hope and happiness. And it's little things, you know, like like for me, from a business Mm -hmm. perspective, I just like to call a customer that we're doing well with. And I just like to reach out, communicate, and thank them for their business. Over-communicating during COVID is not a bad thing. And so I just just find those things that make you happy. Go back to the reasons why you started the business and try to connect with those. And we're going to get through this. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. So that takes me to the next bit, which is uh, tips for working from home. Uh, Shift your mindset. Uh, Now, on that note, I'm going to say this, and routine's going to be there in communication. So Robert Hershevik is working from his office, and then he finishes his day and goes to see Kim and the kids. Do you turn off the business guy and turn on husband and turn on dad? No. Does it take a while? It No, I just never turn off. I think that's one of the realities of COVID is we get more time with mm-hmm. our family because they're literally in the room over there. But the downside mm-hmm. is you never really churn off. And in this electronic world, the business needs you all the time. Now, I try to do it in mm. little waves. Like if I'm having dinner, I try to turn my computer off. But I like being in touch. It doesn't bother me. I I mean, it's not intrusive to me. And I love email because I can get back to people at my convenience. Never call me, email me. Yeah, but does does, does your wife get upset that you are, you know, having a beautiful dinner and then the phone is right there or the, you know, emails right there? No, no, it's no. 
No, it's yeah. I, I just I just think if you're running a business right now, you've got to stay in touch. Yeah. And communications yeah. is instant. I mean, it just it works for us because I've always been that way. I've always tried to be accessible. Yes. I actually get anxious yeah. if I'm not accessible. Yeah. See, that's the difference though, Robert. You've always done it. And some people, this is such a new way to live that they don't know the stop and start of it. And you're saying, you know, if it's your own business, you got to keep on top of it. And that's like, it's not end of day. It it continues on. So we have to wrap our head around that. So tips for working from the home. Let's review. Shift your mindset. You want to comment on that, please? You've got to be able to find a place and treat it like a real job. I come into the office every single day. My mindset is around work and it's a job. I've gone to the office. I say to the kids in the morning, daddy's going to the office. I mean, it's seven steps, but daddy's going to the office. Yeah. Keep your routine is point number two. Routine is so important. Routine is everything, especially when there's bad news out there. It's so easy to get into a bad mindset. You know, the most powerful thing you have in your business is you. And the most powerful part about you is your mindset. You've got to stay strong and good habits Mm. create discipline and you need discipline to get through this. And the third point was from you, keep up the communication. Let's review that one more time. Yeah. Talk to everybody. Talk to your employees. You know, the, the anxiety that you're feeling, your employees are feeling. And so are your customers. It's not a bad thing just to reach out, have a Zoom call. We're doing these cocktail hours. We're reaching out to our customers. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Got to talk about job interviews. I mean, how many times have we done it on the show about how to conduct yourself at a job interview face-to-face? But now it's the virtual job interview. So we want to pick your brain and ask you how, you know, how does it work and what are the points you want us to remember? I have the number one point here. It says, make sure your technology works. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, how many oh. times have we gotten a Zoom call or forgot to get off mute? It's those little things. You just, you got to make sure the technology works. You know, Marilyn, I, I hate to admit this, but when COVID started, I had this, my laptop camera was awful. And one of my employees had this little $49 camera, which I now use. Look how great the quality is. There is no excuse for having bad technology. It looks great. There's no excuse for having bad technology. It's not expensive. Set it up and test it. That's true. That's true. Always, as as in person now with virtual, look professional. But what does that mean to you as a person who runs a successful business? Uh, dress for the job that you're applying for. Like I'm wearing a jacket because I I love wearing a jacket and I love being on your show. And oh, you always look amazing. So I wanted to look good. Thank you. But you know, if you're applying for an engineering job, wear a nice collar shirt. If you're applying for a sales job, wear a jacket. It doesn't take a lot of effort. So you've got to look professional. That hasn't changed. At the same time, the thing that has changed is your background. You're no longer walking into my environment. I'm walking into your living room. And so you got to think about that. I'm hiring you for a certain role and I'm looking into your living room. What do I see behind you? Do those pictures look good? Do Do you have flowers? Is it look nice? Never forget in today's interview, 
someone's coming into your home, make sure your home is presentable. And and as you also say to choose a location with the least amount of distractions. So that really kind of describes who you are a little bit with a background. But uh, you know, zhuzhing it up a little bit doesn't hurt either. Absolutely, zhuzh it up. I love that word. Uh, a good friend of mine, Carson yeah. Cressley, always says zhuzh it up. But <laughs> you know, make make it interesting. It, that hasn't changed. Yeah. The first thing you've got to sell in any interview is not your experience. It's not the things you've done. It you've got to sell yourself. And before you even open your mouth, and especially in the days of Zoom now, I can see and I'm going to form an opinion. I'm going to look around you. I'm going to look at the way you dressed. And that's going to make me feel a certain way about you. Now, we're very nervous when we're going to be interviewed, for sure. I remember those days. And here we are going to do it virtually. And you say, be authentic. Well, you're nervous. So how do you get through to being authentic to get the nerves out of the way? What do you suggest? I always suggest that you practice. You know, whatever Mm. in life we're uncomfortable with, the easiest way to get over it is just to do it more often. So apply for those jobs, go for those interviews, call a friend of yours, get him to ask you questions. Just, you know, like I'm very comfortable in this environment now, but when I was younger, I was deadly nervous to talk to somebody else. And I just, you have to do it. You know, the, what I've learned in business is you've Mm got to be able to promote yourself a little bit, not to be arrogant, but I used to think, Marilyn, if you're great at something, you're going to figure it out just by talking to me because I'm so brilliant, but I've learned you've got to be able to sell yourself a little bit. So don't, don't be shy about talking about your good qualities, but don't be arrogant mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, exactly. And then the one that really used to bother me when I was looking for a job back in the day, it doesn't change virtually or in person, is that follow-up. You know, uh, how many days do you wait? It's like a date. You haven't called in three days, Robert. How do you really <laughs> feel about me? So what do you do? It's the dance, right? It is the dead. You know, immediacy. The one thing about business right now, it's moving at the speed of lightning. Being online all the time has made things move really quick. If I interview you, I expect to follow up almost immediately. Hey, thanks very much. Okay. Appreciate it. Here you go. I Don't email me two days later, three days later, because you know what I'm doing two days, three days later? I've moved on. Here's the key, though, Marilyn, in your follow up, Mm -hmm. give me something interesting in the subject line. Most people like me are so busy. I don't actually read the emails. I probably read the subject line and one or two sentences. So give me something that pops. Give me something interesting. Okay, give me an example of that before I say goodbye to you. What would be in that? Here's the best. It would be. Here's the best example. Uh, Stand up comedian. One of my best friends one time, didn't have any business experience, applied for a business job, and he and I were going through his resume. And you know what I said to him? The most outstanding thing about you is you took a stand-up comedy course. He's like, no one's going to care about that. And I said, people are. Put that in your subject line. So he put in stand-up comedian, comedian going into business. Who's not going to be interested in something like that? And guess what? He got the job. Yeah. 
awesome. Hey, Robert, I awesome. wish you the very best. I Stay safe. Thank you for always the best advice ever. And you're right. We are going to get through this. And I wish you and Kim and the kids all the very, very best. And we'll talk to you in a couple months if that's okay with you. Yeah, thank you, Marilyn. Much show and love. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.